Welcome back to The Unpolished with your hosts, Angela and Kendall. Let's get into it, shall we? Hello, 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 party people. We're back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, we are going to do just a fun little catch-up weekend kind of vibe because if you're listening in and don't know, I am Angela and this is Kendall. Kendall, say hi. It's me, Kendall. And we live in two different cities. We've been recording this podcast for four years. We have never lived in the same city when we have been Sometimes not the same country. Sometimes <laughs> not the same country. Exactly right. So this weekend, a rarity, we got to be together in Jacksonville, Texas, and check out what there was that is Jacksonville. And we had the time of our lives. So it kills me because, you know, some people may know where Jacksonville is, but I had never even heard of Jacksonville before going. So one of our friends had a baby shower that she invited us to. So she's like, okay. You know, if you guys want to come, whatever, it happened to be Angela's birthday that Friday. So we were like, okay, we both mutually know her from um, our class that we had for Woo Woo Study Hall. So we're like, okay, let's go support her. And we can also have a birthday thing. And it was such a fun field, fun filled jammed weekend. Oh yeah. There was not, there was no, well, there was no rest for the wicked. The last couple of years, we want to set the scene. So we have four kids amongst us. I know we've said that before, but in case you just pop on this podcast and you're like, what are these ladies talking about? Four kids all under the age of four and a half. And for the last couple of years, Kendall, I have been able to make it to Kendall's house in Houston for her birthday for the last couple of years. And it's always a blast to be in person with your best people, you know, but it is also a lot of work behind the scenes, which is not lost on me. It's a schlep. So whether I'm booking it to Houston or this year, Kendall was able to join me. I, it's not lost on me the honor of all the sacrifice it takes to make that work. I'm just so grateful that Kendall was able to, to make it. And also I know that means that she was calling on, people to help her out, extra lifting for her husband, working out some stuff with work, shuffling Valentine's before she left. Like I know the the whole vibe of getting out the door and preparing to be without your kids. And it's just, it, it is hard. It's worth it. It's totally worth it, but it is hard. So when oh my somebody gosh, I that would has- do it a thousand times over to experience this weekend you. and yes, celebrate you. you. Like it was it. just so much fun. It was so much fun. And I'm not much of a, I know this sounds like so pick me, but be like, not much of a birthday girl. But I really have been flying under the radar the last couple of years. I used to like love my birthday when I was younger and you were just like, well, I'm on fire for life. But the oh, last I've always years, loved my birthday. Like there's yeah, never been, no, a, I know. there's never been a lapse. <laughs> You're like, I'm aware. <laughs> trust, trust. I know, but I think it's great. I think it's great. I think it's, it's fun. It's a good way to reset the year. I think it's cool to just sort of like be reflective, but I was just a birthday Scrooge. I just was like, no, I don't want to do anything. It's the winter. Everyone's tired from Christmas, whatever. But this year I said, no, I'm turning 33. I want to do something fun and original and Something that would be able to fit into my life right now. So I'm not, you know, a Europe trip is not on the cards right now, but something that is like, you know, out of the norm. So let's just get into it. Okay. Okay. Let, let's, so, okay, so we, it's, it's Friday. My actual 33rd birthday. 
And me and Kendall were coming from opposite cities, but we were planning to get to the Jacksonville at the same time. Now, I was staying at Hotel Ritual. And this is an important part of the story. You Back go. to Victoria. Yeah. The baby shower we were going to, is, which we were so excited to honor her. We will get to her in the later part of the weekend. But Victoria is friends with this woman named Whitney. And Whitney owns the hotel ritual in Jacksonville. It is her passion project, her love, her light. There was unfortunately and tragically a fire inside the building in the hotel and they are under renovation. And so she had, once we came to meet her and Kendall can chime in when we talk about us getting to know Whitney, we found out that she was sourcing beautiful items from world travels to mm -hmm. decorate the inside of this hotel. It had such a warm feel and the inside of the hotel separate from the carriage house which i will talk about but the inside of the hotel has been turned to ash and they are slowly in the process of rebuilding and restoring what was yeah, the and, hotel and ritual. so hotel ritual is a boutique hotel beautiful boutique hotel that is spiritual and wellness based like there's reiki healings there's massage there's a sauna um there were spiritual retreats held there, things like this. I actually don't know if you know this part, Angela, but it's always like kind of spooked me was so our friend Victoria obviously knows Whitney, the owner, but she is, she was talking about how she had a, you know, intuitive come to the hotel to like do a reading on the energy. And so the intuitive said, Oh, and came in and said, I think you need to take some mirrors down in this hotel because there's so much spiritual energy coming in and out of here. It's going to cause a fire. Oh. And yeah, it was like, it's not that it's bad energy. It's just, there's so much energy that there's like the mirrors are making this energy bounce around this place. And it needs to like ground, not be bounced around. And anyways, within a year, hotel catches fire. And I will say, so I looked back at the footage uh, from the news or whatever, and I think they like blamed it on, or, you know, the source of it was maybe like a boiler or something, but it really stuck out to me because I was like, I remember Victoria saying this before it ever caught fire. And it was like, there's so much spiritual energy that and the intuitive was like it's beautiful energy but there's just a lot like people coming in and out and these practices being done like there's just too much energy for one physical place to hold like you need to take the mirrors down and anyway isn't that crazy that is crazy oh it, it breaks my heart because I know some of those things were irreplaceable but now to the carriage house where I was able to stay with my husband and chef. So I'm still breastfeeding. And so I brought my baby and I left Wyatt uh, with the grandparents. So he had a great weekend. I loved missing him and getting to see him when I came home. But I had a little baby the whole time. Now, I want to mention that that is important because traveling with a seven-month-old exclusively breastfed baby with, well, he has solids now, but traveling with a breastfed baby that is attached to, to the hip is not exactly like the easiest way to romp around. 
Yeah. But I had such a blast, like in between the windows of having to come back and feed him or like bring him to restaurants with me. And I just scooted him around town as I do. And I've been graced with, he has a very chilled temperament. So he's pretty easy to take around. And he loves the attention on him. He got so loved on this weekend, you guys. Like it was so heartwarming. So, okay. So Friday. So, so we get to Hotel Ritual, me, Nick, and Shep. And it is gorgeous the carriage house is where we were staying which was a separate almost guest house that was renovated um and it it's a very large room has plenty of places for a massage table it's got a full kitchen beautiful shower like loving light coming in it's kind of mid-century vibe but the hotel itself i think it's pretty old it's like like I think it's a historical home. Yes. Yeah, historical. Yes. But the the vibe of the carriage house is kind of like mid-century, I would say. So beautiful. Just really warm and cozy in there. I, my friends, was not staying at Hotel Ritual. So, oh. <laughs> so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to stay the closest place possible to Angela. But it's in the middle of kind of nowhere. So there's not a lot of hotel options. The option was a La Quinta five minutes down the road. Okay. And one needs to like, understand no shade on La Quinta, but there, there are different vibes of La Quinta, depending on where you are. Like you could be at a very like nice, great La Quinta or like, this is sketch AF, right? And you don't know. It's a it's a roll of the dice, okay? I was on the bad end. When I tell you, when I tell you I try to spend as little time as possible, and I'm sorry for the Jacksonville people who may, because we made so many friends in Jacksonville. If you're like, I work at the La Quinta, I'm sorry. Um, here's the deal. I, this is so Libra coded, but we're we're backing up to Friday for me. I haven't left yet. I am like truly gearing up all week for this trip, but I like pack a silk pillowcase because I'm just picturing, you know, it's going to be this like hard, crispy cotton pillow. I also think it's not going to smell great. It's going to be like, oh, this is quote unquote non-smoking, but like the smoke from like 30 years ago is somehow like marinating in the carpet and it's like kind of musty. Like I just, I knew it. I pack a candle. I pack an eye mask that has like built-in headphones, like a sleep mask, has built-in headphones on the side, which by the way, if you do not have one, so amazing. And so I'll listen to meditations or white noise or whatever. So Angela's like, this is ridiculous. Okay. Like this is hilarious, but whatever. Was I so glad that I brought that candle? When I walk into my room in the La Quinta, I am telling you, I am hit. I am hit by a wave of just pure foot. It is smells like feet. <laughs> and it is so bad. And I'm not condoning this, but like when I left my hotel, I put my candle, I lit it and I left it in the room on a non-flammable. It was like a little marble, like, or I don't even know if it was really marble. Like we, we don't say marble okay? generous. <laughs> Cause I was like, mm, I don't know, like maybe painted linoleum and we're unsure. But I put it on there and then just leave it for hours to go out with Angela because I'm like, I cannot come home and it smell like this. So anyways, we meet up. We meet up. So 
we it Jacksonville kind of functions it's very very small so it's off of the square and so we decide to go to this farm to table restaurant for dumplings and a glass of wine we get there it's an awkward time of day it's closed also note pouring rain the entire weekend pouring pouring rain so we'll yeah. get to that later but so it's raining, it's puddling, nobody's out, a lot of the, uh, the the square is closed. So we wander into a gorgeous furniture store called Davenport, shout out, and we ask the guy there that owns the store, where can we go grab a drink? And so we're talking with him, he's talking about how he sourced some of this furniture, he grew up, uh, he lived in LA for 20 years, he's back. We get this guy's story, I mean, it's beautiful how many stories we got of this weekend of people telling us about their lives. So he says, why don't you hit up Roma's? It's like a couple doors down. It's an Italian place. So we go in. And while we're walking in, this woman who's holding a chihuahua with gorge jewelry on is like, oh, I love <laughs> the your dog. Kids talking to Kendall. The dog also has jewelry. Rue. Yeah, Rue yeah, the dog. The chihuahua. Rue's yeah. decked. Yes, Rue the chihuahua is decked out. <laughs> And this woman is holding Rue, decked. We find out about Rue as she follows us in and we talk with her, but she like talks how to Kendall. Old? Like, like how let's try to, yeah, let's try to remember. Like, so I know how exactly old? how old she is. She, because I know what? she's 69. Oh, no, right. She told right. me when you were Oh, in the she told us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So she's talking to Ken and saying, I love your boots. Where'd you get them? She's like, free people. And this this woman's a boomer. She's like, what? Where? What? What is that? Where do I go? How do I get I'm like that? having to so spell she, free people. Yeah, so we go inside and she kind of follows us in and she sits, she plops herself right next to us at the bar. We walk in and we're already like crying and laughing, like before we've even hit like sitting down. Yeah. The owner or chef, I can't remember if he was the owner or chef, but comes over and he's like- His name is Clay. Clay, oh my God. Clay, we love you. He goes, are you guys high? And we're yeah. like, no. He's like, are you drunk? No. This is just who we are. We're like, we love right. each other. We haven't seen each other. We're both sober yeah. as a doornail. Like, both just drove in across town. He's like, right. this is just who you are. So anyway, we're yeah. like, of course, you need to listen to our pod. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So Clay's talking to us about our podcast. And then uh, I forget her name. The woman. I know. In my head, I keep calling her Donna Sue. I know that's not it, but I like the it's Sue like and Donna Rue of it all. Anyways. Oh, yeah. So let's just say, I think it's Donna. I don't know. But she's talking to us about her ranch. She's been married five times. She hated all these men. We were like, go off. So she's telling me this long story. And honestly, she was very, very entertaining. But I also was just like, I just want this time with Kendall. So I was kind of giving the vibes of like, we were sort of, we are just I just wanted to talk with just Ken. So we, we've eventually broke up and, and Diane or Donna left, but she put a drink, a round of drinks on her tab for us, which I thought was so that classy. We didn't she even know. Like she didn't even said anything. Yeah. yeah. We have been in this town for 45 minutes and we're right. already having like drinks, but, but like a wonderful woman. Okay. So we're just, in receptive mode clay is being so sweet to us he's asking about our podcast we have drinks coming this set the scene for the whole weekend so i had a hard cut off at five to go to my massage and kindle had to go back to toe land so i went and went back to my room to get my massage it was great uh 
Shep was asleep and then Nick like took him out when he started wailing. So it's like, I'm not having a massage to that. And then we got ready for dinner and met Ken. Kendall was just like, let me get out of La Quinta and go to okay, the Okay, well, because this restaurant. is what happened. So when when Angela breaks for her massage, that's the first time that I go to check in. Okay, so like I drove straight from Houston to Angela's hotel to really uh, make my come down even harder. Like I have only <laughs> experienced the glory that is the ritual hotel. And then I go to Toland. I walk in the door. Okay. I am greeted by a man who is dressed normally, like not like he works at a hotel. He is a white male with all gold teeth. And he's like, Hey, I'm like, hello. I'm just so taken off. Like, what is happening? I'm like, so taken off. <clears throat> so I'm like, Hey, and I just shuffle by like thinking this is just someone in the lobby. Okay. Lobby again, being generous. So I go over to the front desk and <laughs> there's this like perfectly normal, like attractive male who is checking me in, but he's like shaking. Cause I was like, I think he's coming down from something. Um, so he's like shaking and entering in my information and he's like, hold on. I I'm still trying to figure out how to, how to, you know, do the printer because I've only been here for two weeks, but he was like, don't worry. I'm training my boy ice over here. And so I go, Oh, um, so you've only been working here for two weeks and you're already training ice ice guys anyways and yeah, so he's like yeah so he prints my stuff off and he's like uh do do you have any uh service animals no okay because service animals are free but but normal animals aren't okay i don't have any animals okay well just next time, if you're here, like service animals are free. I don't have a service animal. Okay. So then ice is like, let me show you up to your room. Okay. I don't get shown up to a room at like a nice hotel. So I'm like, uh, I don't think this is protocol that the looking to like takes you to your room. Okay. So then takes me up to the third floor and it's like, um, so yeah. So, so what you up to tonight, sir? It is time to leave. So I literally, I'm telling you, I shut the door and I'm like, I have to get out of here. It smells like foot. I light the candle. I leave it. I get my clothes on as quick as I can. And I'm like, I'm going to. So Ritual had a, it has a restaurant and bar. And I was like, I'll just go there and wait for Angela to be done. And I will journal like, and I never have alone time. So I'm like, this will be glorious. Angela comes to dinner. That's where I've been is trying to escape. And when I tell you, I ran out of that hotel in that kind of like when you're going on a crosswalk and <laughs> someone's like stopped with their car and you're doing that kind of like run walk thing. That's like actually no faster than walking, but it's like a polite thing. That's what I felt like I was doing. Like getting out of the hotel was like, <laughs> bye. Right. So Kendall grabbed us a table and was journaling and it was just a gorgeous restaurant, like very intimate, uh, beautiful menu that was, it changes a lot. I guess I don't, I don't know the deets, but all I know was that it was a beautiful, delicious food. The charcuterie board was, oh, chef's kiss. Gorgeous. 
And what I love too is how affordable it is because it's a small town. You're not getting the, oh, I'm going to Houston or Dallas upcharge. Like I felt like everything was really affordable. It really was. I mean, that charcuterie board was gorge and chefs non on a dried apricot were talking at dinner and Kendall led a beautiful ask where she asked Nick and she was like, okay, everyone go around the table, chef included, and <laughs> say something that you're proud of, of Angela this year. And so Nick is a man of few words, but he had a little heartfelt thing. He yes, said, it was so cute. It was cute. And then uh, Kendall was like, and you have to go too, you know, and it was sweet. Cause it ended up what I said, ended up playing perfectly into the gift that Kendall got me. So I'll talk about that in a minute. So then yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And Victoria, who is our friend with the baby shower, who knows Whitney, she was the one that said, you need to check out the strawberry cake at ritual bar and they have the best drinks. And so I was like, okay, we might as well get cake. It's my birthday. And so we bought, uh, you know, I said, oh, you know, we'll get cake for dessert. And the woman comes out with three different desserts. And I was like, oh, we didn't order this. And she said, oh, Victoria sent in like a round of desserts for you guys. So again, I treated so, like royalty here. I know. And it was so cute because at the restaurant was the first time that I was meeting Whitney. So Angela has already met her, but Whitney's there. Like it's her bar. So the, the bar and restaurant is separate from the hotel. Like it's in a different part of town, close, but a different part. So. When I'm there waiting, you know, and journaling and whatever, I meet Whitney and it felt like meeting a celebrity because I had just followed her journey with the hotel and like through Victoria or whatever. And I just am really just drawn to her and her groundedness and her vision and the way that she curates things. I think she's really inspiring. So when she walked in, I felt literally like, hi like are you Whitney and she's like yeah hi I'm like I know everything about you anyway what's up so fun really really fun um very welcoming very vibey very magnetic we were we were having a great time and then after that I went back oh Kendall followed us back and then I nursed Shep to sleep and then we snuck out back to go back to the ritual bar and to pop around back to Roma's. <laughs> yeah, they were like, no, we close at 10. So at 10, we scoot on out of there. And then we just went and sat in my car, knowing we're <laughs> rounding out our time together. And so we're getting all, and this is a, a, Kendall and I, when we do spend time together, we actually spend a lot of time in my car. I don't know how it happens, but ever since- That's we so 15, true. We're in my car a lot, like parked and just talking. And so that's been a tradition my entire friendship with her. And that has continued. Like a lot of huge pivotal friendship moments have happened in my car. So it's like so that we can just focus on what we want to say. Because when we're together, we are we are out on the town. Like when we hit up the Virgin Hotel in Dallas, shout out Virgin. That place is really vibey too. I feel like it's the same thing. Like people buying us stuff and like coming up to us. Like we have this duo energy about us. That does not exist. It doesn't exist with us separated. There's something about the coming together. So then Ken um, produces the gift that she got me. And she had picked out customizable or customized charms for a gold-plated necklace. And she's really 
gotten into jewelry making recent in of recent years. And so it was just so thoughtful. She had been sourcing these little gems and charms for me and wrote up a little thing about why she chose each one. I was bawling, obviously. And it just felt really special. And now I have this jewelry that I'll always like think of her and then also think of all the things that she was calling into my year for me. Like one of the charms was like a pen. It was this gold and like diamond encrusted pen, like a writing pen. And that was like one of the things where I know, and Angela has shared her writing in previous episodes, but that was like a big thing for her going forward was like, oh, I want to write more and I want to share more in that modality and like whatever. And I was just like calling in writing for her. So that's just one example. I'm not going to like go through the charms, but that was the kind of thing where it was like, oh, I, I want you to remember how beautiful and potent your words are. And how much we are all blessed anytime you share those words. Thanks, Ken. Yeah, it means a lot. And I just, I love it. I'm going to treasure it forever. So she schleps back to La Quinta. And then, yeah, so then we decided, we knew we were going to meet up in the morning and go to Henderson for the shower. So start next morning. And then we hit the road to go to Victoria's shower with our gifts in tow. Shep came with me. And it is pouring rain it is pouring the kind of, it is the kind where you can't hear your music when it's turned all the way up and you can't see the road like it is it is coming down and we had 30 miles on one road which did make it easier that we weren't like going on a highway and going in and out so we just had a straight shot and since we were car we weren't carpooling but we were behind each other caravan style so we were just on the phone and there was times where we couldn't even hear each other on the phone because yeah. the the rain was so loud. So we were screaming into our phones for 30 minutes. But during that time, we we're kind of calling out something themes I want to mention in which we fought tooth and nail to make this little tiny trip work, you know, a couple hours away for just not even for Kindle, like not even 36 hours. And for me, just like Friday to Sunday, bright and early. And all that work to get to this point, the kind of the muscling part, we're just like, oh, you know, getting everything in order. But then I think there was a part on this drive that reminded me that Ken and I, and I want to share this because I want, if you're a young mother or you have things that you feel like are holding you back from doing things you want to do, I just encourage you to not be so fearful of things going wrong or of ch possible challenges you would find. Because did we expect for it to pour rain where we could not even see the road? No. And was that going to possibly scare my baby in the back who might have been screaming and then I'm going to have to find a room to nurse him in? Like all of these things happened. Yet mm -hmm. it it doesn't scare us away from prioritizing the connection time and the effort to put into friendships and to being there and showing up for people showing up in Victoria and Kendall showing up for me and all of that I just feel like might feel so far for you or impossible but if you look at it as like no matter what happens things are going to go wrong on vacation but things are going to go wrong at home and things are going to go wrong at work or wherever you are that you're just like man I would love to do this one thing but I'm nervous that something's gonna happen or or we just have these ideas that things are harder than they are and I have found out over and over again the more that I put myself out there and the 
And that is also sort of a beautiful thing about this weekend. It was like, it was birthed because Kendall and I created a course in which I got to meet Victoria. And then she invited me to her baby shower, which then birthed a weekend of me being like, oh, I've never been to Henderson or Jacksonville. Why don't I look at that hotel? Because she knows the owner. And all these little breadcrumbs led to the most like delicious and glorious weekend. But it was from acts of showing up and trying and, 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 you know, imperfectly keeping my life going. Mm -hmm. And I don't say that as a pat on the back. I say that as an invitation. I say that as it's available to everyone. I, I say that as something about not, not focusing on like having a certain kind of requirement to, to live your life in the pace in which you want. Was I held back at times? Yes. I mean, but I expected that. So it's like an adjustment of expectations when traveling with a young kid or traveling in the rain or traveling in a city, you don't know all these things. Um, just setting your expectation that you're going to have fun and things will work out. And if, and if there's a problem, you'll solve it has helped me tenfold in so many areas of my life. Would you agree, Kim? No, I completely agree. And I wanted to give you the floor because, wow, that was like such a beautiful flow of thought. And um, yeah, that was something that we talked about because it is hard as being a mom of littles. It just is like just with jobs and responsibilities and whatever, things just get harder and harder to be able to show up for the things that are important to you. You know, even with the course that we did, like we were study hall or whatever it was like, I'm pregnant. Um, Angela's going through like her infertility stuff. We both have young kids at this time. Like there was a lot going on and we still showed up again, not saying a pat on the back. It was just, it was a season for us where we realized like this isn't going to happen unless we show up for ourselves and make it happen. And those were things that were really important to us, uh, was community and continuing to show up in our creativity. And that does not mean in any way that that was easy. And I think that when you just see like, wait, how are they doing this? Like they're having so much fun. You're getting the snapshots of the most fun moments. Was it so much fun? Absolutely. But you don't get the context of all of the management that goes into even being able to do something as short as one night or two nights. These are memories that I will have forever and things that we will pull from for our relationship, both Angela and I, and then with our friend, Victoria, we're like running around in the rain, like literally getting soaked in our nice outfits, like to make sure that the baby's fed and then like try, you know, it's, you're not going to show, it's not all glittery and great, but I feel like through the hard parts of it, it made it so deliciously intentional. I think both of us, I think that that was our sentiment was like, I think we do need to record about the back end. So it's not just, oh, I guess they have it so much easier. And I guess that they have like something that I don't have. It's still worth it to us to continue to show up in that way. And I truly hope when I say all of this and when Angela says all of this, it's, I, I hope that the energy that we feel genuinely is like conveyed here, that it's not a, oh, we're so great. It is a, this is hard and we want 
to not make it look like it's easy. And right. we want to a disservice. It would yes. be a disservice it, to be like, oh, like, yeah, and we just go around with my baby trips and we like whatever. It's like we really actually wanted to be like, use that as an encouragement thing of if it feels hard for you, it is for us too. Is it worth it? Yes. No, absolutely. Like uh, just a quick example of that is that uh, Shep, you know, is not a robot. He's going to fall asleep when he falls asleep. He's going to be cranky when he's going to be cranky. And on the drive there, he had napped for an hour and a half before we even left for the three hour drive. So he woke up when we were leaving and I was like, oh, okay, this going to be interesting uh, because I've just maxed out his nap, like sleepy time. He's going to be wide awake. And he was, it was a challenge. Uh, Nick was still on business calls. So I had to shuffle snacks and treats and toys and wiggle my hand in front of Shep as a form of entertainment. I fed him in the rain, pouring rain, like all these things happened. Right. But I don't look at this weekend and think about those moments. I think about the ones where I got to hug Victoria before she goes into birth. And I think about when I got that charm necklace from Kendall. And I think about how I met Whitney and I felt so inspired by her story. And those are what will prevail. And I won't remember the muscling and the effort. And that is the point. So I wanted yes. to round us out with that. Okay. Yeah. And then last thing, um, we got a Reiki session. So that's an energetic healing and it was a sound bath and a Reiki session in one that was a treatment offered by the hotel. And so I added that package and I told Nick about it. I have gotten a Reiki healing before, but he does not, has not. And so I wanted him to go in open-minded, which he is very open-minded, but I didn't want to give him too much information so that he was like, uh, I don't know. You know, I wanted it to stay like, we'll just, you know, come with me on this and let's see. And so sweetly, when I booked it, I was talking to the person that, you know, the receptionist or the person that handles the hotel coordination, Brie. And she, I was like, yeah, you know, she goes, is there any other treatments you want to add to your package? And I said, oh, I think just the massage, you know, my husband doesn't want, doesn't like people touching him. So Nick, um, so he doesn't like massages, but I said, I would love to do the Reiki thing, but I think that we might have to alternate because I have my baby that I'm bringing, which they had known about. But at the time, this was before I had met any of these people, right? This is just on the phone. And so she said, well, let me see what I can do about getting you guys um, in at the same time and I can watch Shep right next to you. And I was like crying at the thought that this stranger who's never met me, mm -hmm. would be like I'll watch your baby so that you can go on a date with your husband. And so. Oh my gosh. It's like what I tear up again. <laughs> I know. It's so sweet. And it's so like I sugar also sweet. It's sugar sweet. And you guys, once I met these people, I trust my gut and my intuition and Shep was on the premises. And to some of you, this might be so scary if you have young kids and be like, uh, no, a stranger will not be watching my kid. No, thank you. No, thank you. And okay. to that, and I say he's I also it. right there. It's not like, oh, yeah, they left I could hear him. like, yeah. yeah, no, no. And listen, I'm not going to sit here and like talk about that. Like I felt good about it and that's all you need to know. But I just wanted to say like, I respect if that's where you're like, no, I draw the line. I'd rather just not get one. Fair <laughs> enough. But I was like, I want to do this. And this girl reminded me of my sister. I, these people felt like family. She was on the premises. It's like, also, these are mutual friends of our friend. This isn't like actual strangers that have no, right. like we have no right. clue. This is like 
and Brie has people a young who child. are friends with yeah. our friend. Yeah. Yeah. Brie has a young child. When we were taking the tour of the hotel, Shep put his arms out like to reach for her before he even knew like that he was going to spend time with her later. I have the, did I send you the selfie of them? No. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I, I just didn't I did. know that he was um, like reaching out to her before they even hung out. Yeah. So and then the, I could hear him cooing downstairs at the end of the Ricky. He was silent like for most of the, it was an hour and a half. So that's like kind of a long time. And also she got off work to watch him like she's it was scheduled at four so that she could be off with her shift so that she could watch him after work. And she didn't ask for any money or anything. I did pay her, but she was like, didn't want to accept it. She's like, no, I'm happy to do this for you. It was just so sweet. So then we go into the Riki and I had monkey brain the whole time. I'm just going to call it out. I wish I had been able to be in the moment, but sometimes you can, and sometimes you can't access that. And that's fine. So I was just sort of like having a hard time staying present. Uh, but five minutes into the sound bath, we're laying next to each other, me and my analytical and engineer-based husband Mr. Businessman and within a couple minutes he starts gargling and snoring and I'm like okay so now I'm trying to like focus in the sound bath and I'm gonna hear Mr. Snores like I was so distracted and I was like eye rolling a little bit but I was like did you you fall asleep but so it sounded identical to a snorkin I'm glad that you asked but when we finished he said he was aware the entire time and those were and he wasn't like pulling my leg like that sounds like the amy carlson episode we did last week where it's like oh i was just taking an esoteric nap or whatever she no, said no nick would just tell was, you like i fell asleep <laughs> no he said yeah no he absolutely he'd be like oh that was the best nap i ever had no he was like i was involuntarily gargling making these noises as the energy was getting cleared out of him it was crazy then afterwards, she gave us a little, I won't get into so much detail about that, but she gave a rundown of what intuitive pings were coming up for me and then what was coming up for oh. her or for Nick. And this is a common theme in my life. I am the one that loves to get intuitive guidance. I have lots of like spiritual counselors, but if Nick's energy is so intertwined in mine that he knows that like, if I get a reading, he has to go like away from the house, physically leave because if not, so much stuff they about pick him up will get so up. yes yes it literally will be like anyway okay well nick and i'm like oh, you're like and no, they'll start yammering I, on. that's great i love him but this was not what this reading was about <laughs> yes i yes i love my husband to pieces but sometimes i'm like trying to get clarity on my own thing and they're like well i have to tell you this thing about nick i'm like of course so that's happened again with, with this ricky stuff. she's like uh for you Angela she like gave me some thoughts and then she's like now Nick and she goes on this <laughs> no I can't I can't and I, was, <laughs> yeah. and I I'm gonna keep his privacy on some of it but she just like picked up a lot of stuff on, uh, about him and like what what's to come and it, very positive stuff because he had like a transcendent psychedelic experience he's a sober person but he's he was like I was seeing colors I was he he was transported into the 5d possibly and I think he had low expectations I think he came into it being like I'm doing this for my wife's birthday but then he was blown away and he was zillowing houses in Jacksonville you guys and he was like what if we lived out here on the on the boat and I was like oh my gosh he's having like an actual spiritual journey and then (laughs) we had this running joke the rest of the weekend when we'd get back and if chef was like starting to cry he would like put his palm up and he's like oh I'm having a wellness journey and I need to go in the sauna. I'm like, oh, I'm sure, dying. Right yes, now. because <laughs> Nick, Nick was living part time during the birthday in weekend. The 
in the sauna. Yo, he's in the sauna. Like if we had Shep, he was in the sauna. <laughs> uh, he was in the sauna. And you guys, I lasted one minute. I went down there and he's he he mentioned he was like, okay, and it's a really hot sauna. Like he's been in several. He loves he loves he loves a sauna. But it's not usually my journey. But I was like, you know, I'm here. I'm definitely gonna try it out. And he's like, okay, well, I'm just warning you. Like it's a very hot one. I lasted precisely 60 seconds and I said nope this is not for me I it's just not for me I can't do hot yoga I pass out I throw up like I don't know what it is but I did enjoy the the chakra shower down there so they have like where you they alternate have a, a cold shower? plunge oh god yeah. yeah you alternate like a cold plunge and then the sauna and then back and forth and since it was raining we never got around to getting in the hot tub because it was like pouring rain and I feel like this speaks to how amazing this whole place is that like truly the entire time we were there it was raining and we were like this was the best trip ever so anyways uh i think that we've said what we needed to say and even if it just serves as a travel diary for us and all of you have tuned out that's fine by me honestly (laughs) if you made it this far though thank you thank you for listening so we we're now on like day one of essentially being back and we wanted to capture it while it was fresh also tired we are uh, this is the real as well this is the real as well Angela and I both had a very rough day day. today and I think that's an important thing to note too like it's not just like anyway going back to our lives and there was something that Kendall had said when we were hugging Victoria it was like if we had a crystal ball on the retreat of how all of this shook out because Kindle announced her pregnancy uh, at our retreat and I was still like in my infertility and recurrent loss wound. And so was Victoria. And so we were, you're, the heart can hold both, right? We are so joyful for Kindle to add to her family. And then also, you know, like mourning our own path to get to our families. And so just holding all of us and embracing the fact that Shep is here and her little boy is coming in April and June is happy and turning one this week. It just, it felt so good and so right to be Ugh, like, wow. I know. A year later. You just what, know. What yeah. Happen. There was a lot of pain at that time, a lot of confusion, a lot of like what comes next and that uncomfortable, like, this is where I want to go, but I'm not there yet. And then to be in this moment where we're like all hugging each other a year and a half later and being like, we would have never known that this is the room that we would be in all together after what was before, you know? So Mm -hmm. very cool. So cool. Well, catch us next time. I think we'll probably do something a little bit more like light and fun and like popcorn style. So anyway, and if anyone else is still here, we love you and talk to you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap from your girls, Kindle and Ange. Thank you for listening. Send this to somebody that you think will like it. XOXO, the unpolished girlies. Bye-bye.